Welcome into episode two of the 700 Mile View. I am Nick Holler, joined alongside Brad Wilson. Yes, we are still around. We made it to a second episode. I am shocked that we got this far, but here we are. Um, and for the first time ever, it, I mean, it is only the second episode, but we are in the same location filming the episode together this week. So Brad, welcome into our first podcast together in the same room. In the same room, we're filming this over a barrel. We are sitting oh yeah, in the corner of a basement. This phone, it's over a phone on a barrel. Oh, That's yeah. week two for you. Yeah, Buffalo Trace Whiskey Barrel. Uh, I think it's whiskey, right? Am I right there? I don't think it'd be anything else. I don't know what it is. Yeah, we'll take I, that. I feel like that's something I should know. Um, and if I got that wrong, is it bourbon? I gotta I, look it up now. I don't want to mistake it. I don't want to mistake it. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to be a potential sponsor or anything, so I don't think you have to like... Get... Well, that's true. But, you know, nothing wrong with we, it. We, it's which, which It is bourbon. Which, by it the way, bourbon. I want to make very clear, we are willing to have them as a sponsor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any sponsor who's listening, like, if this comes across anyone, at literally anyone will, willing to give us some kind of cash for us to sponsor you, Yeah. and, you know... For you to sponsor us and us to, you know, shout out your company. Let us know. We were more than happy to. But yes, they are bourbon. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll film this in the middle of the night for you. Like, that's kind of like what we're doing right now. Um, so just if you want to talk about dedication, it's here. Um, this was a spontaneous decision to film this. So mm -hmm. this is because we have to show some consistency, even though we're filming it right before the Sunday night games. Yeah, we are, filming this, games. we are filming this on a Saturday night um, after... Going to a Nationals game earlier today, um, and we are surviving at the moment late at night. Which they won. Yeah, they won. They did win. It was a great game, 5-3. Uh, we could do the recap of that game, or we could just jump into the NFL. What I think do you we think? Might, I think we just might have to jump into it. I think that's the, what people the want. The NFL, I think the people want I don't the think NFL. people want, I don't think people want to hear about a shitter the, baseball game against yeah. the Marlins and the Nats. Yeah. I don't think yeah, anyone yeah. wants to hear about the Marlins and the Nationals this evening, or this morning, or wherever they're listening. Um, so let's jump right into it with our mile-wide headlines. Brad, let's jump into it. I know that we had a lot of picks and we do want to do a lot of recaps for the week one of the NFL season, but week two has already started and we're going to jump right into Thursday night football. And, uh, it was Prime Video's first ever Thursday night broadcast. It was Chiefs Chargers. The Chiefs getting the victory over the Chargers. I am a Chargers fan, so I'm going to hold off my bias and my opinion of the game, and I want to hear a little bit about what you thought from watching that matchup on Thursday night. Well, um, first of all, for fantasy owners out there, uh, it was a brutal game to be a Chargers fantasy owner, um, regardless of who it was, um, until the very end. You know, that's, that's the league we live in, is sometimes you're going to get garbage points and they're going to help you out at the very end. Uh, Palmer, for instance, um, dropped everything that was thrown to him. Mm -hmm. I think if you threw a sticky grenade at him, he wouldn't catch it. Mm -hmm. um, even if it's in his hands, which is just d disgusting. Austin Eckler has a terrible game until the very end when he's getting the dip-offs. I think dip-offs are hot for from now on when Herbert gets better. Um, first off, Herbert's a dog. Um, to, put up, to put up with that kind of injury and continue to play at the level that he did and then trust Palmer in the end zone to put it down by three. I mean, you can't really complain about that. The thing about the Chiefs is um, I was wrong. Um, I was so, so wrong. I thought they get rid of Tyreek. The, the, the field isn't as open anymore. But um, that's 
clearly not the case. Um, you know, they just adjust. They're they're like a uh, they're like an Alabama or a Georgia for college football. They just reload when they get rid of somebody. So um, Patty Mahomes uh, makes big plays, uh, pump fake, then little toss pass for a touchdown. Um, take the lead there. Um, I, I want to just make very clear, though, Justin Herbert is probably the most accurate and best decision-making quarterback in the NFL. That being said, he has probably recorded one of the dumbest decisions you can make um, late in the game in the end zone. Um, when you have a corner basically dry-humping your receiver's back on the sideline, not the sideline, but the corner of the end zone, front corner, and you throw a bullet pass at him, uh, that's going to get picked off every single time. If you want to take that risk, you throw a lob. Because if you do throw a bullet pass, you get what happened, or you get a touchdown, which what happened was a 99-yard interception. Look, I'm not saying bullet passes are a bad idea, in general, when you're in the end zone and you want to take a bullet pass risk, you throw in the middle of the field because someone's going to bring him down if he picks it. Um, he took a risk. He dealt with, you know, what happened there. Uh, missed the tackle. Obviously, it's the quarterback's fault to not make that tackle. Um, quarterbacks are trained to do so. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and it's funny, too, because he gets hurt and he comes back on this big drive and you're rooting for him so much because I just I, – I, I, it's not that I don't like the Chiefs. It's, I think they're too cute, and they try to make football this, like, you know, fairy tale game, and it, it just, it, it upsets me as a fantasy owner, it upsets me as a better, um, but uh, the Chiefs are 2-0. and Yeah, and, you know, as a Chargers fan, that was a tough game to watch for me. Uh, Herbert escapes that game, uh, but he doesn't get out of it uh, quite that healthy. He's got a fracture to his rib cartilage. Uh, reports are saying he will be ready to go for week three against Jacksonville, bearing that he's able to get back to practice on Wednesday. But um, I chalk it up to this. It's the Chiefs team that had prime time in their stadium, and, I mean, it is Patrick Mahomes. Um, Arrowhead's just a, it's a, just a fucked environment. Yeah. And I think Patrick threw four interceptions on the night, but all four of them were turned around because of either a replay by the officials or a flag. Um, so Patrick wasn't very accurate, and Patrick acknowledged that on the post-game show, saying, look, if it isn't for a couple of flags and a couple of dropped interceptions, we're not winning that game. He was incredibly correct. The Chargers looked like the better team that night. Um, Patrick escaped that game, and um, I think the Chargers get him next time. Is Jackson Mahomes still dancing on the field? I don't know. Um, I don't I don't. Because I remember, I remember Pat made a comment that that was going to stop, and if it did stop and they're 2-0 and now, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I'm not necessarily in the loop there on the Jackson. I'm not either. I, I mean, I, I don't think about him at all. So I mean, you brought him up. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, the Chiefs did look good. I'll give them that. They didn't look great. They didn't look like a complete football team, but they did look good. Um, Herbert looked like Russell Wilson throwing the ball in the Super Bowl instead of handing it off to Marshawn Lynch. Um, and that on that pick six, it wasn't great. Gerald Everett, as we all saw in the prime video broadcast, was signaling to come out of the game because of fatigue. Uh, wasn't granted that option because Herbert was going hurry up. Targeted him on that next play, and Everett was not ready because he was tired. 
Um, that's some mu miscommunication stuff between two new teammates. Uh, they got all season to work that out. Uh, Chargers got Jacksonville and Houston next. It's get right games. It's hard to start the season back-to-back -back AFC West rivals and one of them being Thursday night football, short rest, not a lot of practice time, and it's the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. That is not an easy task to do when you just played your heart out to beat the Raiders just a couple days before. Um, so I'm just happy that Herbert got out of that game alive. Um, it was a winnable game, absolutely, but there is 15 games left in the season for the Chargers. Not too worried about them. Uh, I think this is a playoff team. I think they've got a lot of room to grow this season. I think that defense actually looked really good, even though they didn't register all the turnovers that needed to be registered. Um, I, I think this is a squad that can improve from this loss. Uh, just got to hope Herbert's healthy, get Keenan back on that field. And one of the big things was Herbert. He missed, In the second half, he was missing Corey Lindsley, the all-pro center, one of the highest-paid centers in the NFL. Uh, he was missing. Will Clapp came in, and then... Trey Pipkins leaves the game, Storm Norton comes in, and you have two offensive linemen giving up pressures and sacks, and Matt Filer was not looking great at left guard. I mean, it was a disaster on the offensive line, putting Herbert in too many dangerous yeah, that's situations. What's funny. Yeah, that's what's funny about O-line is you know the O-line had a good game if you're not talking about it. Yeah. And Herbert's getting his ass beat. I mean, he, he's getting hit on every throw. Uh, it was evident that their line wasn't there today. And it's funny, too, because the Chiefs do not have a good defense. It's so fraudulent. I, but, again, look, I've been proven wrong twice. I, look, I, I'm not saying that I took the Chiefs to not win um, week one. Or did I? You took the Chiefs. Or you took the Cardinals. I took the Chiefs. Okay, so I've, I've bet that the Chiefs have lost both games. Um, once against the Chargers, once against the Cardinals. So I'm just, I'm a wrong person about the Chiefs. I, I don't know what so I'm talking about. So you're going to go with about. the Chiefs in week three. Um, that, that, those questions and more will be answered. Next. In week That's, three. Um, well, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to break down what we're doing. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you my rundown on that. Um, but first let's do a little, um, flashback to a week before this Thursday night football. <laughs> What's that? Flashback noise? No, that was edited in later. Oh, it was? Yeah. I really like it. To the first game of the NFL season, the Bills go over to the Rams. Super Bowl champs. Prime time. We did talk about this game on the first episode. We did. We did. Um, but I think it's just we need to make clear... Just so that way we have some structure that for you got the, the next bills week. Right. Yeah. That I got him right. Yeah. I think we just I I, I, I look guys, I'm not right, okay, I, about everything. I was wrong about the Chiefs. I was wrong about a few other games. I still have a positive record, by the way. So yeah. I have I have a credibility we both, we check. Both do. We, we, both both do. Do. we both do. We both are credible do. still. We both are credible. We're both way above five hundred. The Bills, I was not right about. The Bills, I found out about. I want to make that clear. I so just, it was the research. It was the research. It's it's just like... Do you like, have any games like that in week two, potentially? Any research games? No, not for week two. Week two is a sketchy week. I don't like it. I hate week two because week two goes in so many different directions. Like week one, you find out who practiced and who didn't, who was good in preseason, who was playing in preseason, a.k.a. the Broncos. Um, and then week two, you know, you get the pissed off, like, the, I think the Rams, like, we'll, we'll get into it, okay? We'll get into it, 
Week two is a sketchy week. I'm not doing research for week two because I feel like there's just going to be way more time put into that than there has to be. Absolutely. Okay, so just, you know, quick recap. Rams O-line sucks. Um, They have some serious ground to make up. Cooper Cup is still amazing somehow. Um, The Bills, I'm so excited to watch them play tomorrow. Or today, I don't even know what time. Technically, when this is coming out, technically when we're yeah, recording, so today, is today. Yeah. So it is today. Yeah. The Bills' first drive in that game was beautiful. I mean, when Josh Allen just easily gets down the field without any remorse for any defender. And then just throws that little, like, fuck you lob pass to Gabriel Davis. And mm-hmm. he just, like, no one's there. Just walks it in. Right. Um, I That being said... Um, also when Josh Allen, cause he's God mode, if he makes an interception, it's not his fault. Um, it hit McKenzie's chest. You saw that his chest and that counts as an INT for Josh Allen. That sucks. Um, I also want to give credit to the Bills D for their second half shutout that not many people are talking about. They realize it happens when you bring it up, but the Bills defense shut down the Super Bowl champs in the second half. Yeah, the Bills, the Bills defense looked really good in that matchup, and I think that, you know, that's a team that I I, I had making the playoffs. I think they're going to be a great team this year. I didn't have them on Thursday night. I do have them this week. We'll get into that later. Um, but the Bills are for real. They were great in that game, and, you know. Potential was, Super Bowl champs. Absolutely. Potential Super Bowl champs. All right, so now, fast-forwarding a little bit to last Sunday. All right, first we got... The quick, quick recaps. Here we go. We're quick go recaps. Over. We go over to the Saints, who are at the Falcons dome game. Saints win twenty-seven to twenty-six. Great comeback come, there. Great comeback. Will Lutz with a fifty-one yarder for the dub. He clutched up, unlike most kickers in the league. And then that follows up. I love that this was a kicker week. That's just that's awesome. I love it when they uh, get involved. I mean, was it a kicker week in a good way or a bad way? It was. It was a kicker. It was week all because over the place. it was all over the place. Because following that, um, young young way Koo, you know, he tries to take a sixty three yarder that gets blocked, and that's yeah. how that's how the game ends. That's awesome. Yeah, I love when special teams get involved because those guys are the hardest workers on the team. Yeah, um, Winston's clutch. He has three straight scoring drives um, after struggling, and you know they make that comeback. They win. Um, Jameis Winston, what a dude! James we talked Winston. about it week one. Jameis, we talked about it. We last talked week. about it. Uh, they have the materials to get it together, and you know they finally figured it out. That's what week one's all about: figuring out who you are and how you can win a game. That's what they do. That's the Saints. Yeah, they they're gonna be a good team this year. This week, week two is gonna be the eye test. It's gonna be can Jameis get it done. Against the Bucks, this is the team they have to beat in the division to get to the playoffs. They have done well against Tom Brady these last couple of seasons. He's been there. Can Jameis do it again, like he showed in Week One? He can come back, but can he hold a league? Can he do it the whole time? Can Michael Thomas do it again? Is that defense legit? They showed a little bit in the second half late against the Falcons. So let's see if that carries over into the Michael, next week. Michael Thomas Lee was making a sex tape in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, jeez. Wow. Okay. Fast forwarding to our next um, kicker duel. Steelers at the Bengals. Steelers win 23-20. to Now, before we get into the big field goal from Boswell, both kickers, McPherson and Boswell, missed game-winning field goals before they took it to overtime. 
and it became a ball game, which that, that gets you salivating at the mouth because it's like, who's going to make the big mistake here? So there's already two big mistakes. So we're sitting at my house um, when I'm watching the game down in uh, down at college, and I'm sitting with our executive producer, Ben Dawson, and he is going nuts because the Bengals just tied it up, and they can take the lead with the McPherson extra point. And I said, Ben, it is not over. I said, and he goes, well, it's McPherson. He's going to hit this. I said, don't you dare say that. Don't you dare say that. And I said, this is not over yet. And there come the Steelers, and they block it. And we go to overtime, and the Steelers win the game. And I said, I, all I had to say was, I told you so. I mean, you can, you never know what's going to happen with kickers in this league, especially in week one. Even if it's McPherson, who was electric in the playoffs last year, uh, that was a heck, heck of a game. Mitch Trubisky, is he for real? Is Joe Burrow someone we should worry about? Like, that was a I miss destruction you, Mitch. of a week. I miss you, Mitch. I miss you. You made it work with these guys against a former Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. Um, Boswell from 53 wins the game. Um, that Speaking of Joe Burrow, let's not, you know, diss him for a second. That, that, that Jamar touchdown felt like playoffs all over again. Um, they How about just, the J- J- Jamar no touchdown call with the foot right on the line? Uh, sometimes you get those. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you don't. Why didn't Taylor try to throw a challenge leg on that? That was easily a touchdown missed. They could have won the game there. Couldn't answer that question because it's the Steelers. Maybe I, I don't know how. Else Maybe to Maybe Cincinnati's that. just not used to beating Pittsburgh just yet. I, I don't know. I, maybe uh, th- there's no explanation. Uh, maybe. There was probably a dog barking at the time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he probably ran the bushes yeah, or something. He was distracted, clearly. So, you know, you're a, Bear, you're a Bears fan. You know Mitch. Is he for real? Is this for real? Are the, the Steelers thing. for real? As a Bears fan, um, watching Money Mitch every single year, I mean, being a Bears fan and watching Mitch just screw up time and time again, the last time I went to the playoffs was with Mitch, uh, regardless of that. And um, so, you know, Justin Fields hasn't done it for me, and people say he's a way better quarterback. So I'm, I'm just going to have to ride the Mitch train here and say, you know, he could be the answer for the Steelers because oh. I definitely – I really want to be right about that. Absolutely. I really want to be right about well, that. Well, speaking of Justin Fields, let's jump into the Bears. At, uh, they were hosting the 49ers. Yeah, um, so first of all, shout out to Mother Nature. Um, I'm going to put my bid in now for Mother Nature to win Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> um, uh, it, that was football weather. That yeah, was, oh, yeah, that was, was football weather. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, and I love that it happened to us. The slip and slide photos were so sick. Oh, it was a monsoon at Soldier Field. It was so Field. sick. Yeah. Can um, we get that on a shirt, monsoon at Soldier Field? I, there's got to be there's got to be a way to get that. That's... Also, real quick, just want to throw out there. Matt Eberfloss is undefeated. Yeah? He's undefeated as oh, a head yeah. coach. Want to know? He's want to know. Okay. It, retire now. You're an undefeated Bears coach. That's probably the, the greatest like that's probably yeah. the greatest accolade you can ever have is being an undefeated Bears coach. Former Colts co- uh, defense coordinator at Matt Eberfloss with his first win as a head coach. And he does it with the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. Now they've got a tougher matchup coming up this week. And we'll get into that later because Brad is a... Big time Packer or big time Bears fan. I you know, really yeah. like the Packers all too much, so we'll see how that goes. Bojack, we... first pick in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's coming together to what it needs to be. I just want to throw a quick hate shout out to Trey Lance. Um, 
Lance was drafted eight spots ahead of Justin Fields. Oh, I can't wait to get into Trey Lance later in this episode. Trey Lance was drafted eight spots ahead of Justin Fields. Yeah. And he looked so mid. So this raises the question, Nick. Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo? We will see after week two. Let's wait till Trey gets in an area where, well, the Bay Area, the Trey area. You can't play in the bad weather, Trey. But you he can't. He, he plays half of his games in San Francisco, so we'll see. I am not. Jimmy sold. did too. I'm Jimmy not, did too, and Jimmy can play in bad weather. I'm not sold. Born on, and bred Arlington Heights, Chicago. I'm not sold on Trey Lance yet, but I'm not also discouraged by his play. Um, he's shown burst of. Uh, all kinds of great stuff, and he's shown a lot of bad stuff. Um, but as we all know, Trey's got some of that stuff, and we saw that go viral on Twitter. We will get into that a little bit later. So I'm I'm not counting Trey out yet. I'm Team Jimmy. All right. I'm Team Jimmy. Okay, next game, Browns at the Panthers. This was the one game that I thought I was going to watch the most of because um, yeah. I love Baker Mayfield and I love mm-hmm. watching him play. I think I watched the least of this game out of all the Sunday games, considering um, the first slate and how chaotic it was for other games. That being said, Browns win 26-24. Um, rookie Cade York, 58-yard winning field goal, eight seconds left. Another kicker game. Another kicker game. Yeah, I had Rodrigo in all, most of my fantasy league, so I had to drop him because he got waved by the Colts. But I kicked, picked up uh, Cade York in a couple of leagues. Uh, very happy to get him, but Baker Mayfield did not look great early on. Uh, was able to bring the team back and taking the lead late in the fourth, and the Browns were able to pull it out at the end. Here's another take, just based off what you just said right there. Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston, equal right now. Equal really? Right now. Equal right now. They had the same game. They both played terrible until the very end when they but clutched up. But it was up. reverse. It was reverse because Jameis played well at the end and got the win Baker played well at the end, but didn't get the win. Right, exactly. But, you know, there's there's so many other factors. All I'm saying is, late in the game, Baker and Jameis clutch up because they're the same guy. They got that dog in them. I think they're two quarterbacks that could make something happen here if the stars align everywhere else. I also think Kareem Hunt is better than Chubb. I think it's official now. Oh, wow. That's a um, take. Yeah. Look, Chubb is a great running back. He is one of the... Best NFL running backs, not as much for fantasy. I've owned him, I've played him, I've had him as my RB1 before. Um, Kareem Hunt had a way better game. Way better game. I think it's finally time when people were saying it a year ago when Hunt was going to be better. Um, But yeah, I got Kareem Hunt as better than Chubb now. Sucks to say, but I think that's how I feel about it. Speaking of running backs, moving on to the Eagles at the Lions. Um, Eagles win 38-35. I'm going to start this talk with... um, why do these teams look even? I We saw it on Hard Knocks. I didn't think the Lions looked incredible over Hard Knocks. I didn't. The Eagles were hyped up to be one of the best teams and had almost, I think they had the fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl at the moment. Um, and they were at the same level as the Lions. The Lions actually looked really good. And to build on that, A.J. Brown tied his career high in receiving yards against the Lions, and the Lions still looked good. Yeah. Absolutely. DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross St. Brown. Jared Goff actually looked really, really good in this game. He likes DJ Chark. Yes, absolutely. He likes DJ Chark. I, I think that Lions team, they're going to be one to talk about 
for week two. They're going to make it interesting. They're going to oh, have yeah. like a game or two where we're going to be like, oh, and wow. I think the big thing was last season, they lost so many close games. So many um, single-digit, um, one-score games. They they lost a lot of those. And I think the one we all remember is the Justin Tucker field goal, that walk-off field goal yep. to win it. I mean, that just sums up the Lions' season. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Lions lost a lot of close games. And I this was another one. So can the Lions figure that out? This I don't think the Lions are going to have a winning record, but I think they're going to have a game yeah. where they're going to play one of the better, I, I would say, top five teams. Oh, yeah. And they're going to beat them. They play in New England in a couple of weeks. Yeah, New England's not good. I think that's a potential win. That, that, that might be an upset there. Yeah. Um, Swift looked good, so we'll take it. Moving on to America's Game of the Week, as far as betting comes, um, I think most of the bets were probably placed on this game. Ravens at the Jets. Okay, so this was America's Game of the Week for what reason? Because that was not For financial game. reasons. Okay, because I was about to say that wasn't a great game. It was a Joe, lock. Joe Flacco was yeah. playing. Yeah, no. It, it was a lock all the way. See, I don't know if I want to blame... Um, you don't want to blame Flacco? I don't know if I want to blame Flacco just yet. Look, Ravens beat them 24-9. to Should have been by more. I'm shocked they only scored 24 against yeah. them. I thought it was kind of funny, though, that... Um, the Jets' defense did look really good. I watched a lot of that game, yeah. and the Jets' defense looked really good. Sauce Gardner looked really good for them. Yeah. Um, it was funny, because uh, I was watching... When I was watching Monday Night Football, and they did the fastest three minutes, they present a 9-11 memorial, because they played on 9-11. Right. And then they cut... And they talk about their sorrows for New York, and the Twin Towers, and all that stuff. And then it just cuts right into the Ravens just kicking the Jets' ass. Like, if, if you go back and you watch it, that like that is... I don't even know how to, like... Is it funny? Because, no, it's a 9-11 not, joke. Not but, funny. like, who's the producer? Like, you literally just talk about your sorrows. Like, let's remember 9-11. Oh, and then, by the way, the Ravens just, like, destroyed the Jets. Like, just fucking killed them. Like, they yeah. usually do. But, you know, that it's just funny timing there. Funny yeah. timing. yeah. Nothing funny about 9-11. Uh, yeah, almost was, as funny as Queen Elizabeth when they announced her death and, like, her sorrows for that in a moment of silence. And then, like, that reporter, when she had all the fans behind her, was like, all right, now let's get ready for Bills and Rams. Like, yeah, let's yeah. go football. Yeah, we've seen a lot of those uh, mistakes with um, some of the broadcasts, but I feel like that's something that will be fixed in no time. Um, just got to be have some awareness. But otherwise uh yeah ravens i was shocked that they didn't play as well against the jets um, so to build off that how do we feel about jackson turning down that five-year 250 million dollar contract good. after the way he played against the jets good because there's a rumor that um he's very interested in miami i think miami's a team that really would be willing to trade Who are the three to, teams uh, again uh, so we talked about it earlier there's a rumor going around i don't know if it's a verified source um it was on a, a twitter account nfl rumors um the verify, I, I think it was Jason California, but I can't confirm that. Um, but the rumor was that Lamar Jackson has been telling in his inside camp that he is interested in three teams on his list if he is given the franchise tag next season by the Ravens, because which he will not accept. Uh, then the three teams that he's interested are in are the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Lions. Oh, the Lions. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? The Lions would be awesome because that's like what they're missing. They're missing the playmaker. And that's Lamar. Yeah, that would be cool to see him in Detroit. Yeah. Um, so, um, you you know, you said Jack, Joe Flacco had a bad game. I, I think he had no protection. Um, look, he can't move. But he couldn't move before, you know, when he was a Super Bowl champion. You know, he, he took those risks in the playoffs. 
Um, there were a lot of drops too. I, I just think you know you no matter who you put it in that quarterback position, um, unless it's you know the top tiers, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, even. Um, yeah, it's. I don't blame Flacco. Mm -hmm. Moving on, Patriots at the Dolphins. Dolphins take that one easily, easily at home, um, seven to twenty. Um, fourth down, touchdown pass from Tua to Waddle. Looks solid. That's when you clutch up is on fourth downs. Um, Hill, though, led the receivers, not Waddle. So uh, you could tell they have weapons there. The Pats just look so dead. Like, oh, yeah. there was there was nothing going on there. Um, I, I, I Honestly, that's, that's where I'd like to leave it. If there's anything you'd like to say about the Pats, other than that they look dead and they have some serious issues to overcome. You want to know a funny stat? What? Tua is 4-0 all-time against Bill Belichick. Tua? Tua. Tua Tungavailoa is 4-0 all-time against Bill Belichick. If you had told me that coming into him being a, a quarterback in this league, I would have said no. Really, I don't believe that. Uh, but yeah, Tua played well, didn't play great. There were a lot of balls that were not placed correctly, and uh, Tyreek Hill basically had to play corner instead of wide receiver just to get those balls. I mean, he yeah. had to, yeah. to make sure he caught those balls. <clears throat> um, so a lot of credit goes to the wide receivers and the offensive line. But, you know, Tua was explaining that he's not – he's a shorter quarterback, so he can't see the wide receivers. And if the wide receivers can't see him, then he can't get him the ball. Well, that's just the definition of how to play quarterback Tua. Um, so yeah. It's not, not an excuse game in the NFL. Not incredibly sold on football. Tua, but the Dolphins are a good team, uh, and they've got a great matchup this week against the Ravens. I think they're a fluke, um, but we'll get into that when we talk about who we're picking. I don't disagree with that at all. All right, so next game, probably one of my favorite games, the Jaguars at the Commanders. Commanders take that 22-28, to but it was still a great game. Um, Carson Wentz throws four TDs. Um, is that because he has receivers now? Where was this on the Colts? Um, he's got Terry um, and Dotson. Dotson looks so good. Um, not to mention, Carson threw two consecutive picks in the fourth quarter, and they still win the game. Now, granted, this is the Jaguars. Right. But if Carson Wentz can do that and still put up four TDs against the team in the NFL— um, I'm very confident in Carson Wentz with this team. I think he blends very well. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is immobile. Um, I, I don't know. He doesn't like to leave the pocket, and when he does is when you clench your toes and you hope for the best, but I don't think Trevor Lawrence is a great draft pick um, anymore. I thought, you know, maybe give him week two, but, you know, you're playing against the Commanders. They just got Wentz. You've been training all season. You knew who your week one was, and you're tailored – college football quarterback uh, not really in the NFL yet and you, you can't you know you got drafted by this team you know how this team plays ball absolutely and you couldn't play with a team that just got a new quarterback right. so that's that's proof that I, I just don't think Trevor Lawrence is the guy yeah Carson has some bad games against the Jaguars and he had those interceptions but he's able to come back and win that game I do want to jump back just real quick I did some research on the Lamar Jackson stuff um, I don't want to say anything confirming or non-confirming that that source is correct. I looked into it a little bit. Um, the source is Five Reasons Sports. It's a Miami sports um, podcast. And I, I don't want to jump in and say that um, we can believe the source um, yet. And it's being verified by let's another talk, source. You know, let's yeah, talk. Let's talk. Um, so I'm not going to verify that that's a real source. 
or that that's a real update, but that's... Well, we'd what, like it to be. Oh, well, we would, but that's something we're going to say we've heard, um, but take it with a grain of salt. All right, next game. Our first tie, Colts at the Texans. Um, another name I would like to add to the Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston conversation, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, old oh, yeah. Matt Ryan. He did what um, Carson Wentz could never do that the Colts fans wish that he could. Down 20-3, to three, okay, against the Texans, who I said was going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. Yeah, they actually looked pretty good. Or at least the AFC, and they actually looked pretty good. Down 23, Matt Ryan rallies the boys in the fourth. Um, he's not a closer, clearly. Um, I think Lovey Smith had a great debut as a coach for the Texans. I mean, absolutely. you're working with the worst team in the AFC, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And Davis Mills is solid. He's 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 gotten better. I I... I I think the Texans can play ball. Um, the AFC is good. So me saying the Texans can play ball does not mean that Texans are bad because they're in the AFC. But I, th- I still will I will hold my ground and say that the Texans are the worst team still in the AFC. Yeah, I'm not going to say that yet. Um, but I do think Houston has a chip on their shoulder after this week. Um, they got I don't, a great new coach. Yeah, I don't think they're a great team. But, you know, I don't think they're the worst team in the AFC. Um, I think it's going to be close, though. I think they're definitely up there, but I think the Jets take the crown at the moment for the worst team in the AFC. Um, but yeah, Houston looked pretty good. Um, they have a tough test against Denver coming up, um, but they were able to tie with the Colts, and the Colts dropped my guy Rodrigo Blankenship this week. Uh, was very sad to see that, but obviously I understand that he missed a game-winning field goal, and he kicked the ball out of bounds twice on kickoffs. Um, so hopefully we, um, see him on a team soon because we need specs back in the league. Yep. Yep. Um, moving on to the game that you probably never took your eyes off of, um, the Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers win 19 to 24 before Nick goes on his rant. Um, as you recall, Raiders failed to convert on the fourth, um, to win the game. Maybe not win the game, but get him in a position to win the game. Um, Three interceptions from Derek Carr. Um, Adams owns Derek Carr. Um, he was holding him on his leash, saving his ass. Um, Justin Herbert, on the other hand, um, now this is week one, guys. Let's remember Justin Herbert is hurt, but like, let's just fr- remember this week one debut. Justin Herbert threw 76.5% completion rate. No turnovers, no interceptions, three TDs. Raiders looked rusty. They were probably hungover from beating the Chargers last year to get their spot um, in the playoffs. Um, again, let's remember Herbert's situation right now, but that was a phenomenal week one from him. Nick, you can take it away now. Uh, offensive line looked great for the Chargers in this one. There were not a lot of pressures. Uh, Herbert was not sacked once. Um, it was a good game for them. The offensive line was completely different in week one than they were in week two, and I chalked that up to injuries. Um, but Derek Carr is everything I know and wish and hope he would be. And he just proves again and again why he is such a bad quarterback. Sacked three times by Khalil Mack. He sacked a total of six times in that game. I miss you, Khalil. Three interceptions. I mean, Derek Carr could not have looked worse in that game. He looked Bad. He only looked good when he was targeting Devontae Adams. Adams. That was it. And I thought he looked pretty 
freaking bad. I am a Chargers fan, though, so I'm a little biased. I bet... This is how you know Aaron Rodgers is a hoax, okay? If, if, if Devontae Adams is playing just as good with Derek Carr throwing three interceptions, take a look in the mirror, a acid Rodgers... Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there yet. But uh, I, I, if we're being, if I'm being a reasonable NFL fan, Derek Carr didn't play horrible. He didn't play great, but he didn't play horrible. Three picks. I'm gonna. He's like Kirk Cousins level. He's around there. Uh, He's not an elite quarterback. But if I'm looking at it from a Chargers, if I'm looking at it from a Chargers standpoint, he's not really. He's the worst quarterback in the AFC West, and it's not even close. Yeah. Okay. So to take that Aaron Rodgers momentum. Moving on to the my favorite game um, behind the Bears, obviously Packers at the Vikings. I mean, Vikings we, I, thank you for having me switch to the Vi- Vikings in that one. That was yeah, that was great. I was gonna be with the Packers in that one, but Brad was able to convince I'm, me to I'm switch just, to the Vikings. I'm here to protect and serve. Um, Vikings win seven to twenty three. Uh, people were saying that. Going into this, I mean, Green Bay always has a consistently good defense that chokes in the playoffs, and Aaron blames it on them because he's, you know, a coward, and that's just who mm-hmm. he is. Justin Jefferson, single-handedly with Kirk Cousins as his quarterback, fucked the Green Bay defense. I He broke the all-time Vikings receiving record for a first half against a great defense. Aaron Rodgers, take drugs again. You clearly looked like you had withdrawals. You looked agitated when guys were dropping them. I mean, people say, you know, you know, oh, this is my best me when I'm sober. And, you know, I, I want to go to rehab and be a better person. Aaron, take them. Take them. You're not a good quarterback without being on drugs. Yeah, I think the Vikings look great in this one. I think Kirk Cousins is going to be a borderline top 10 quarterback this season. I think he has a chance to be in the conversation for the MVP. I think Kirk Cousins is going to be really good this season for the Vikings. I think, obviously, we talked about it. Is that Kirk Cousins MVP? I think he's in the conversation. I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's in the conversation. I don't think he's at the table, so that's a, that's a pretty hot take. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm big on the Captain Kirk train. I like Ca- uh, Captain Kirk a lot, um, and I think this is going to be a good season for him, and Justin Jefferson also going to be up for MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Um, this is going to be a fun Vikings team to watch this year. Going to be a great Monday night football matchup between the Vikings at Lincoln Financial. Justin Jefferson thought he was getting drafted by the Eagles. He got drafted by the Vikings instead because the Eagles went with Jalen Rager. Rager now on the Vikings. Justin Jefferson is going to show Philly what they could have had. Yep, absolutely. Moving on to uh, Giants at the Titans. Giants win 21-20. One of the best endings, if not the best ending, mm-hmm. to a football game on Sunday. Um, this game is probably the reason that I sit ahead of Nick. Yeah, um, Saquon went nuclear. You know, I was picking, I was picking favorites, and Nick said, "You know, Brad, why don't you pick an underdog or two? So that way, this podcast looks a little better than it actually is." <laughs> I took the Giants, and man, did I love that decision! Daniel Jones uh, hits Merrick. I, I don't even know how to say his name. That's why it's awesome for a touchdown pass, then a shovel pass to Saquon Barkley for two. And then Titans come right back down the field. Bullock, wide left, 47 yards. Uh, That was, they should have won that game. I mean, you got one job, and it's to hit field goals. Anything within 50, when you've got to clutch up, those are the moments you train for. That moment right there, couldn't do it. Watching Brian Dable celebrate at the end was cool. The um, one shot of him grabbing the chain that he wears, it's, it's got his grandmother's ashes in it. 
and he was holding that after the win, and then he started getting a little emotional and was pumping up the crowd behind him. It was great to see Dable get oh, that Giants win. Giants media was awesome after that game. He they were did like, it. We have a he, season. he does it for his players. Uh, I mean, that's clearly evident. He's a team first guy, and he was like that in Buffalo too. Brian Dable is going to be a fun person to watch this year. I think this Giants team is actually pretty fun to watch. It well, but Daniel Jones may hold them back a little bit. Yeah. He's going to. It's Daniel Jones. Um, at the end of the day, though, he, he got the job done mm-hmm. on Sunday. Moving on to the Chiefs at the Cardinals. We talked about the Chiefs for week two because it's recent. And, you know, we're going to be a little better about this. I'm um, talking about Thursday Night Football before it happens. Um, that being said, Chiefs win against the Cardinals 44-21. to I, I said it's Kyler's year. I said it's Kyler's back. I bet on the Cardinals. I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. I'm stupid. Nick is clearly right about the Chiefs. I'm wrong. But I'm going to continue to diss the Chiefs um, in any way I can, even though um, here's the rundown. Um, Patrick Mahomes went 3-for-3 three three on the first three drives for touchdowns. We knew that um, he would have a good game against the Cardinals D, but not that good. Um, yeah. 360 yards. He also had five touchdowns. Um, his old coach from Texas Tech, um, Cliff Kingsbury, is coaching the Cardinals, and he just murdered his old coach, basically saying, fuck you. I'm the reason why we won games, not mm-hmm. you. Edward Hilaire looks so good. Yeah, he does. He looks so he, good. He's looks great in the last two matchups. He was yeah. great at LSU. Yeah. And you were waiting for that in the NFL. Yeah. He looks so good. I think the Chiefs are going to win the West. Um, I had the Chargers winning the West originally. Um, and after two games that I've seen them, they're winning the West. I, I don't see it going any other way. They're winning the West. Uh, they're going to the playoffs. Um Kyler's got a bone to pick, man. The I'm telling Chief, you he does. The, the Chiefs are going to be really, really good this year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on to the most boring game, um, Sunday Night Football. Bucks at the Cowboys. Bucks win 19-3. to Tom Brady is 7-0 against the Cowboys, and boy, was that evident. Um, 45-year-old Tom Brady owned the Cowboys every second of that game, even when he wasn't scoring. He owned them every second. Even when they were punting, there was never a point where the Cowboys like looked like they were going to come back. Prescott died again. Um, shout out um, Jerry Jones on that contract. Yep. Um, former defensive coordinator, um, now head coach of the Buccaneers. Um, he's a defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles. He makes his coaching debut against the Cowboys, who arguably have a top three well, defense. Well, he did coach with the Jets for a while. Well, he did coach with yeah, that's the Jets. That's not coaching. Um, <laughs> that's that's saying I'm in the NFL now. Um, he makes his coaching. I'm going to call it a debut. I'm going to keep calling it a debut. Um, and the Cowboys couldn't even get it in the end zone. So you're telling me a defensive coordinator, so a defensive first coach, right? Who takes care of the defense? Has Tom Brady taken care of the offense? Mm-hmm. I could see the Bucks breaking a run again. Okay, um, in last year's game against the Bucks and the Cowboys, that was the most entertaining game ever. Right. I mean, there were seven touchdowns combined from both teams. Both teams looked phenomenal. Right now, it looks like the Buccaneers have the best defense in the league. Um, Julio Jones pulls up. Yeah, Coolio Jones looked really good in that one. I mean, he looked Coolio. Let's call him Coolio Jones. Coolio Jones? Yeah. Coolio Jones. It's Coolio Jones now. He's old, just like Tom, but playing like they're still young. It's awesome. Yeah, that was a fun matchup to watch. I enjoy. I always enjoy watching Coolio Jones. He's always been a great player. 
Um, but he looked great with Tom Brady. Uh, Brady didn't look necessarily great in that game. Neither, did, I mean, Dak looked nothing against Dak. I understand he got injured, but bef- before the injury, Dak looked like har- hot garbage. He looked bad. Yeah. The injury was the best part of the game for him. I don't know if I'll say that. I don't want to ever cheer for someone to get injured. No, I'm not cheering for him to get injured. I'm saying it, from his eyes, the best part of the game for him was getting injured. Right, because he didn't have to play so badly. He didn't have to finish the game. Yeah, uh, but I don't think Brady... Brady was airing it out like it was... No one was around. I mean, Brady didn't look great, but he did show that he could He should have scored sl- more than he did. Right, yeah. he showed that he could still sling the ball. All right, moving on to our Monday Night Football game. Broncos at Seahawks. Um... This was the one. This is why I'm one ahead of Nick. I don't know why I thought about this. I don't know why I thought it would happen. I think it was because of some bias towards West Virginia football. I think it was bias towards Geno Smith. But man, am I glad um, I said what I said. Um, Seattle's defense is hurt. They're one of the worst defenses in the league. The fact that they ran with Russell Wilson with targets like Jerry, Judy, and all that stuff. It's it, Corlin Sutton's great, too. It, um, but it's it's kind of a Hollywood defense. Right. Seattle has two corners. One is named they well, they have a lot. Sorry, let me phrase it better for you guys. Um, Seattle um has corners who are named Michael Jackson and Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Defending the ball. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Now Quandre Diggs, um, one of the Diggs boys, he can't catch. He had an opportunity to. Catch a ball in the end zone right through his hands. Um, but I think that would get better. Um, he's putting himself in those situations. That's why, that's why it matters. But um, the Hawks' red zone D is elite. Two goal line fumbles. One to Williams. One to Melvin Gordon. Um, at the Hawks' D, it's fun to watch. Because they, you know, they're not dominant. They're just they're playing ball. Right. That's, that's what you were... I mean, now to go to offense... Geno Smith is the best quarterback in the NFL right now, in my opinion. He goes 23 for 28 on passes. He was perfect for most of the game. Mm -hmm. 82%. Two touchdowns, zero interceptions. That first score when he scrambled out of the pocket. And he was about to take off with it, and he just lobs it up to Drizzly, who's wide open to run it in. That's what you root for. Yeah, Seahawks, uh, that game was great. That was a great Monday night football game. The Seahawks looked good. I hate the Broncos. What's the Broncos coach name? Nathaniel Hackett. Terrible coach. Um, Why? Because he made a horrible call at a PE. Dumb last Even drive. A PE coach could make that. I was yelling timeout at my TV, and I was cheering against the Broncos because I'm a Chargers fan, and I was still yelling timeout yeah. at the TV because I, I think everyone in America who was watching that game knew that you take, took a timeout in that Why situation. are you wasting the final minute and then right. calling timeout? Um, you're putting McManus together to try to kick a 64-yard field goal to win the game. He's one for eight. Impossible. That's so. That's way too far. Yeah, he's one for eight all time from 60 yards out, and he's not necessarily that great at kicking those. I mean, the the league percentage of making those kicks in that situation was seven percent last season. Mm-hmm. Whereas getting it on fourth down in that situation was around 43 percent completion or success rate. So going for it on fourth was way more beneficial than kicking the field goal. They just elected to kick the field goal. It was just such a bad look on Hackett. As a coach and as a sport. Maybe the Broncos will finish last in the West. I think I, he's not only the worst coach in the West right now, Yeah, I think he's the worst sport in the West. 
because, you know, it, the way the game made it seem when he was calling timeouts at the end when they finally got the ball back, um, you know, he's like, oh, I thought I had three timeouts. You, you knew how many you had. You called the timeout after wasting the final minute. He called two timeouts knowing that that wasn't going to make a difference while Seahawks are celebrating because he's a sore loser. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to keep the guys off the field. The guy's a loser. Hate him. Hate him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that is it for our week one recap. We are getting ready to jump into the Sunday forecast for week two of football, but we do have some breaking news. We're going to break some injury updates real quick before we make our picks so we can make them correctly. So let's jump right into it. The Saints running back Alvin Kamara, who is... Uh, listed with a rib injury, is not expected to play for the Buccaneers. Mark Ingram will get the start at running back. He is also questionable, but it looks like he's going to play. Jameis Winston is expected to play versus the Buccaneers. Let's go. He's coming back from that back injury. Uh, Bucks running back Leonard Fournette, listed as questionable for Sunday, it is expected to play versus the Saints in that matchup. And then Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans, who is also listed as questionable, is expected to play, but Julio Jones, wide receiver, is questionable and will be a game time decision. They'll see how he does oh, in pre game warm ups. Yeah. And those are the uh, updates from Adam Schefter, all Adam Schefter breaking it right now. Uh, oh, another one. Here we go. Packers wide receiver Alan Lazard is expected to play versus the Bears on Sunday Night Football. So we want you. We, Aaron we want their best. Guy back. We want their best. We'll have more of these incredible updates from. Adam Schefter as we go along with the Sunday forecast, and we will jump right in to the first game on our slate. How about we just do it? Let's do Bucks Saints first, since well, we're first, getting all we, these updates. First, can you disclose our records to the fans? Oh, yes, absolutely. Our records from week one, Brad leads by a game. He is 10-5-1. I am sitting at 9-6-1 after the picks. Brad, how are you feeling? feel great. Um, again, uh, I feel bad because um, the bills don't count really because yeah. I just – I found that information out. Okay, yeah. I didn't pick them. I just found out that they were going to win. Right. So really we're tied, but again, we're way above 500, so we're reliant so far. We're credible, so we can keep this going. Oh, absolutely. That's why we're filming it this late. That's why we're doing it for you guys. Yeah. Um, we felt confident. Yeah, we're confident. And now we're going into week two with that same confidence. Nick, you can take it. All right, Buccaneers Saints, we're going to jump right into that. Tom Brady leading the Bucs into a dome, but Jameis Winston is going to play, and Mark Ingram is going to be the starting running back. I think the Saints are a great team. I have them winning this division. Tom Brady, so far as a Buck, has not done well against the Saints. The Saints always have a chip on their shoulder when they play against the Buccaneers, but Todd Bowles is bringing something new into the fold when it comes to playing these Saints, and I think it is going to be a different Tom Brady tomorrow in New Orleans. It's going to be a Tom Brady that we saw in New England when he played Buffalo. He didn't lose. So I am going to take the Buccaneers in this one. Yeah, uh, I think you said it the way you should have. Um, Tom Brady, um, most people don't think about how he was the best quarterback in the league last year for a while. Um, and he's back. He's got. I, I went into the defense. Do I have to go more into the defense? Um, Saints have a phenomenal defense, but not against Tom Brady when he's picking you apart like that. He probably has full control of the offense. Um, and Bucks D doesn't let you score. Bucks minus two and a half, lock. Give me Tom Brady. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're both going with the Bucks in that one, so it's good to know. Let's go with a, another one o'clock game. We're going to go with the Dolphins and the Ravens. This game in Baltimore, Brad. This is a good one. 
I like what I saw out of Tua last week. I'm not a big Tua guy, but I liked what I saw out of the Dolphins. The Ravens scared me. The Ravens didn't look great against the Jets. Is that an overreaction I should have to week two? No. I'm going to go with Lamar and the Ravens at home. Baltimore is a loud, fun place. I saw a Chargers game there last season, and it was hard to watch because they destroyed the Chargers. I think it gets the Dolphins and Tua this week. I think the Ravens bounce back, get a win, start 2-0. and Yeah, um, I don't believe in the Dolphins. I think it's a hoax. That's all I have to say about that. I think they're going to have a great game. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, um, Lamar winning against the Jets is not enough to prove that he deserves a better contract than the one that he turned down. Right. Um, this is his This is his show-off week. This is the week he needs. Ring-a-ding-ding. Give me Ravens minus three and a half. All right. Well, we are same picks at the moment. So let's jump to something where we could be different. It is the Colts at the Jaguars, and this is my sleeper game of the week. I'm taking Jacksonville at home plus the points. They are uh, not the favorites to win this game at home. They stuck with the Commanders last week. The Colts are down a couple wide receivers and a couple defensive players, and yet they are still the underdog in this matchup. So give me the Jaguars in this game. Yeah, so this is where we're going to have to part ways. Um, You know, it always takes the third game in for us to disagree. Um, Michael Pittman's not playing. Um, He's their best target for for sure. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor has more in the chamber. Um, I don't think he fired off every bullet, and I don't think he's in that reloading phase. I think he's got a few bullets, and then he'll reload, and then he'll keep firing again. Um, I'm going to take the Colts. They're minus three and a half. Uh, I... I would not be surprised if the Jags somehow did something, but I, I, don't, I, I don't like what I see from Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking the Colts. All right, let's get this game out of the way because I really don't want to talk about it. Uh, Browns, Jets, Browns hosting at home 1 o'clock. Uh, I thought the Jets looked like one of the worst teams ever to play the sport of football on offense with Joe Flacco. Flacco's going to throw the ball a lot, though. This is a sleeper game. I think I the believe Jets in Jacko. I believe in Jacko. Jacko, Joe Flacco. Jacko, baby. Calling him Jacko now. Look, man. People talking about Lamar, but where's Lamar's ring? You okay. Okay. I see where this is going. Yeah. Uh, but the Jets are pretty bad. The defense. No, they're terrible. The, I, the defense looks good. Terrible. The defense looks good, but the offense. There's going to be a lot of throwing this ball around. I think, uh, you know, there's he's going to uh, Joe Flax is going to get a lot of attempts. I think Garrett Wilson may have a great game this week. Uh, but I don't trust him enough. I'm going to take the Browns in this one. Brees Hall is overrated. He's overrated. I mean, I, I, one I game in? One game in, he's overrated. I didn't see the explosiveness that I thought I saw in college. Uh, I... It's funny how people drafted him that high in fantasy. I I, I don't get it at it all. It really is. It really is. Joe Flacco is... Uh, look, he doesn't have any protection. He doesn't have guys catching the ball. Joe Flacco is the reason why the Jets are going to even be contenders to not go 0-17. Yeah. That being said, it's going to be the Browns. If you're looking for a lock of the week, um, you probably already knew that. Um, it's going to be Browns. Yeah. Minus 6.5. All right, let's go with one that's a little more competitive. The Steelers with a surprise win last week against the Bengals. They take on the Patriots this week who lost to the Dolphins. Brad, this one's gonna be a. F- I don't like this, this game. This one's gonna be a hard game. I don't to like pick. this game. Um, I think a lot of people. Do I'm not like watching the, this game. I think a lot of people do like the Patriots in this one, um, but the Steelers at home. They don't have T.J. Watt. It'll be interesting, but Najee's full go. I, I mean, this is. I know you did a coin flip game of the week last last week. 
and it was the Patriots. Should should this be my coin flip game of the week? I don't I don't usually do a coin flip, but I'd I'm, advise it. I'm debating it. it. I don't like this game. I'm not watching this game. All right, great. So I'm going to do a coin flip real quick. Ready? I'm going to call. Oh, I didn't call anything. You also didn't flip a coin. That's it's a bottle cap. That's a bottle cap. Um, um, I don't have a coin with me at the moment. Um, so. All right, I'm thinking of a number one through three. A uh, two. Well, can you let me think of the number first? Well, you said you were already thinking of it. Okay, I'm going to think of a number one through three. Um, a or, two. No, actually one through ten. Okay, two. And all the odds are one team and all the evens are another team. And the team that I think is going to win is going to get six out of the ten spots. Wait, what? It makes sense. Just do it. Okay. Um, give me seven. Seven, that's Pats. No, never mind. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Okay. Well, then don't flip a coin. And don't guess numbers if you know what you're doing. Okay. So, um, this is why I hate you. Know what? You know what? Fine. You did yours. Good point. I honored the coin. I'll honor the coin. Fine. I honored the I'll coin. I'll honor the coin. The coin screwed me over with the Patriots last week, and you made the Patriots your coin toss this week. So maybe want to honor. Maybe them. maybe the Patriots like you better than they do me because maybe I, they do. I guess I'll take the Pats. I'll take the Pats. I'll take the Pats. I don't want to take the Pats, but I'll take the Pats. Okay. Um, this is what I was talking about when I was talking about week two earlier. I hate week two because week two you see a completely different ball game from a select number of teams. And it's I like, changed my mind. I'm going back to the Steelers. Okay. Well. Nick is indecisive. That's how much this game sucks. Um, I, I, I feel like the Patriots, after losing the way that they did to the Dolphins and looking dead, um, Bill Belichick is going to use the powers of evil to, um, uh, it, like, Sith Lord stuff. Like, Jedi mind tricks. See, now you're convincing me to go yeah. back to my coin yeah, flip. Yeah, so Jedi mind tricks. And, or my bottle cap flip. And flip. I, I could totally see the Patriots taking the game... Uh, I hate week two because sometimes, and I think it, this the Patriots are one of those teams you're going to see a completely different ball game. What's the line in this one? Minus two Patriots. Steelers are at home. Yeah. Mm. Which doesn't you're, mean much. Where are you going? You going Pats? I'm going to go Steelers, and it's then only I'll go be, Pats. I'll go it's Pats, only though. because of the payout. If the Steelers were favored minus two, I would take the Patriots. That's fine. Okay, then I'll go Pats. If you're going to go Steelers, I'll go Pats. All right, we'll we'll flip on this one. So I will honor the coin flip or the bottle cap flip. I will honor it. I'll go Patriots. I'm thank you for honoring the one and no coin. I don't zero and one, but yeah, zero and one coin. But and it was for another Pats game for you. Yeah, so don't like that, but I'll honor it. Whatever. Um, so I'll go with them. All right, next game. This is I believe we talked about this earlier. This is your coin flip game of the week. It is the yeah. Carolina Panthers versus the New York Giants. And before we flip, Brad's uh, bottle cap. I'm just going to say who I'm taking. I think this is the bounce back week for Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. If the Giants are a little emotional after that last win. I do like Dable, though. I think they will get it together, but I do not trust Daniel Jones. It is at home. It is in New York or New Jersey. They shocked the world when I picked them. Um, but I am going to go with the Carolina Panthers in this one. Baker Mayfield gets the win. All right, Brad. I am thinking heads for one of these teams, tails for the other. Well, no, I, I, I got it. Oh, you're gonna um, do the bottle. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna do. You're gonna I, flip. I yours? actually have a bottle cap this time. Okay. Um, so I think technically mine was a tab. Yeah, yours was not. Mine a wasn't cap even a bottle cap. It was a tab. Yeah. Um, clearly, we're drinking, and um, <laughs> so here's what's gonna happen. Um, the Panthers are gonna be the face. 
Um, the Giants are going to be the inside of the bottle cap. Do you want me to flip it or you flip it? Uh, I think you flipped it week one and that screwed me, so I'm going to flip okay. it for week two. Okay. okay, here we go. So who was heading who was tails? I already said it. The, the, the listeners are paying more attention than you are. That's okay, great. All right, sorry to make so it wait, suspenseful. Wait, what, what did it hit on then? You didn't tell them. It, it hit on the Giants. Okay, so it is tails. Giants are the pick. Brad is riding with the Giants for a second straight week. Giants, minus one and a half. It seems like when I ride with them, they win. It seems like when I ride with them, they shock the world. So, I'm going Giants. All right, well, our last one o'clock game is the Washington Commanders traveling to Detroit to take on Jared Goff and the Lions. This is going to be a great matchup. Yeah. It's the first time the Lions are favored in a while to win a football game. Mm-hmm. They got they lost last week. It was a close game. Commanders coming off a win. Give me the Lions. Give me the Lions. Give me Jerry Goff. Give me the Lions. Maybe I'm wrong here. This is easily a game where I could be wrong. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of momentum in Detroit, even though they lost by three. Commanders, there's a lot of momentum too, but they didn't look great against Jacksonville. And this Detroit team, I I, I don't know. It's it's going to be really – I think, that, again, I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. Um, I don't want to let Hard Knocks get it twisted for me. Uh, I, you know, you watch Hard Knocks and you watch the way they played week one. I, I'm still not convinced. Um, watching the way Carson Wentz played now that he has receivers, I'm going to go with the commanders. Yeah. Um, I'd like the payout better. Yeah. The fact that the Lions are favored means hammer money line the other team, in my opinion. So there's another game where we disagree on. But, you know, this is great because yeah. we're going to start pulling away from each other now. Yeah. So I've got Lions. You've got commanders. Let's head into the afternoon slate. The first game we will talk about. Oh, which one should we talk about? We'll talk about this one. The Bengals, coming off a loss to the Steelers, are traveling to Dallas to take on Cooper Rush ah. and the Cowboys. Ah. Brad, what do you like in this one? Um, what I like is the value of the pick. Um, I don't think there is any reason the Bengals cannot win this game. Yeah, They're pissed off after week one. The Joe Burrow so are get the Cowboys, right game. But the Cowboys are broken. Yeah. The Cowboys are broken. Joe Burrow is still hot. Joe Burrow get right game. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Burrow figures it. it out. He's the most ac- one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. If not number one last year, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. It, it's going to figure itself out. You, you can't just after week one be like, oh, the reload's on the line. It didn't work. No. It, it takes some time to figure itself out. And I think murdering a terrible team like the Cowboys is what's going to be doing it. Absolutely. I, I'm going to go with the Bengals, too. So we are both in agreement there. All right, next one we're going to talk about is the Falcons taking on the reigning Super Bowl champion Rams. Uh, Falcons, I mean, they love to just blow leads. They did that last week, uh, but they're not going to even have a lead in this They've one. They've more the, leads than the NFL combined. Yeah, they're not even going to have a lead in this one. The Rams are going to be so angry after their last loss. Yeah. I think the Rams are going this to This is another them. team that's kind of like the Patriots, except it's actually going to happen. I don't know if the Patriots are going to do it. I believe it could. One of those angry Week 2 games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rams are gonna. They're not even gonna let up. I don't think they take a knee when they're winning by forty. I don't think. I think they're just gonna keep pounding it in to prove yeah. to the league that they still belong in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I think Cooper Cup's gonna go off. Um, the thing about the Falcons is I. I don't think they have a good defense at all. Right. Which means that um, that those offensive line issues you saw for the Rams are just not gonna be evident at all. Right. And Stafford's confident against shitty teams because right. he's been on a shitty team. He knows what it takes to beat a shitty team. Yeah. Absolutely. Rams. By a mile. 
All right, we go to the undefeated team in this matchup. It is the Houston Texans. Technically, they haven't lost a game because they tied with the Colts last week. They are heading to Mile High to take on the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Broncos in this I'd one. like to I see don't... the Broncos lose. I hate the Broncos. Oh, I now. would love to see the Broncos lose this. I hate the Broncos. I'm not a big Russell Wilson fan, so I'm, I'm, it would be great to see the Broncos lose this game. I don't think Houston's there yet, and I think it's tough to play on the road, especially Russell's going to be playing at home. Russell had – that was a tough game for them last week. There was a lot of emotion. Russell, that was his first game playing with his new a team. Sore loser. The, the head coach didn't have a, a great plan there at the end. Calls I think, timeouts. I think, this is Denver's, I think this is Denver's get-right game, and I think that they, they – It's another team up. that's going to make their week two comeback yep. um, and look good. Yep. It's going to be the Broncos – Yep. So I'm going to stick with Denver. Um, I think they're going to they're win this matchup. Yep. All right. We jump into our next matchup. We've got the Seattle Seahawks, who we were just talking about a second ago, taking on Trey Lance and the 49ers in San Francisco. Uh, Trey Lance went viral this week for dancing with a stripper and throwing money on her. I have to go Trey Lance. Oh, really? I have a fantasy, and I saw that video, and I was like, look, that screams nothing of importance to me. I'm actually very concerned about my fantasy quarterback now. Trey but- Lance, I think it's kind of funny how um, you're going to strip clubs, having fun, having lost to the Chicago Bears, and also not even being the best quarterback on your team. Why don't you focus on practicing before yeah. you celebrate after week one? Are you kidding me? So who do you like in this matchup, Seattle or San Francisco? Seattle's going to take him out. Really? Gino's going to do it again? Gino's going to do it again. Dude, if Gino goes fucking perfect. Gino was the best quarterback last week. Yeah. He was. He was the best quarterback last yeah. week against a strong Broncos defense. Not Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes. Well, okay, fine. They're, uh, they can share it. They'll Look, share it. Justin Herbert. Josh Allen. You saw him in week two. That's what I'm saying. Like We can't be filming these <laughs> after the Thursday night football game. Um, <laughs> that's... Oh, okay, fine. I'll... He was the fourth best quarterback. All right. No, he was the fourth to the first best quarterback. Okay, fair enough. It was all tied for That's first. fine. And Josh Allen. So they were all tied for top four. So you're going Seattle. I'm taking Seattle. Great, I'll go 49ers. Let's split that vote right there. There you go. And let's go with the last afternoon game. It is the Cardinals, who you are always big on, yep. heading to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Yep. I just want to come out and say, Kyler, if you're listening... And I know you are because I pay you to listen as my fantasy quarterback. Um, you, you you didn't have a bad week last week, okay? Um, doesn't seem like you're working with much, um, but you got to have a chip on your shoulder. I don't care if it's double XP weekend, you triple XP weekend. You you have to have a chip on your shoulder, <laughs> um, and I don't mean that with the sticks. I mean that with your sticks, your 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 short sticks. Which people call him short. I'm sorry. And he's not. Say his hands. Yeah. I don't want to get anything confused here. Yeah. Uh, hands. Well, I meant short, like sticks like his legs. I, well. Okay. Whatever. I was thinking the like, Xbox controller. Whatever. No, yeah. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay. Um, not convinced about Derek Carr. I think the Cardinals' defense is also terrible. I think if they just put their entire game plan around shutting down Devontae Adams and not letting Derek Carr have that option... They win the game. Um, this might be a little biased, guys. So I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you know, I, 
it's I might regret it, but I know Kyler's gonna get pissed off and I know he's gonna have a great year. He has everything on the line right now, his entire reputation, it's gonna be the Cardinals. Great. So I'm gonna go out of my comfort zone and do something I don't like to do. I'm gonna pick Derek Carr. I'm gonna pick oh. the Raiders. Because I don't think they're. I don't think that's going out of a comfort zone. I, I I think I regret my pick, but I don't think you can regret your pick. I mean, look, the Raiders might do what the Patriots might do, what the Rams will probably do. I just uh, don't like the Raiders. I don't like this team. I don't like Derek Carr. I don't like them, but I'm picking them because I think it's the smarter pick because I don't trust Kyler. I trust you, Car- Kyler. Sorry, you got this, man. All right, as we move into Sunday night football, I'm going to let Brad go on a rant here. I'm going to make my pick first, though. It is the Bears at Lambeau Field taking on the Packers. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. He always looks bad week one. He's going to look great week two. He's going to lay the points. He's going to play great. The Bears coming off a big win. are not going to get this one. So I'm taking the Packers. But Brad, please, please take us in whatever direction you're going to go. I'm going to take it in the direction of when they take the field. They're going to walk out there into Lambeau. Having last season, Aaron Rodgers comes into our house. and He tells us he owns us. We've had bad weather in Chicago ever since. It was evident last week. Chicago's pissed. We're going to go into Lambeau. And here's what's going to happen. During the coin toss, you're going to hear a... It's going to be a lightning bolt thunder from the sky the chargers if you want to take it that way nick if, it, if this convinced you to go the other way okay mother nature is going to be there i'm just listening i'm trying to figure mother out mother nature's going to be there should i go bears the wind's going to be in the air you're going to hear it again and then the crowd's going to start like getting weird the crowd's going to start feeling off they're going to be like oh my god is it is it going to happen again are the, are the bears going to get lucky again and then next thing you know the weather may or may not have things to do with the game but Again? The Bears are going to go 2-0. and They're going to do it. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be taking drugs yet. He needs like three games before he does that. He's already pissed. He hates his team. He hates his coach. He hates life. He hates drinking. All he likes is drugs and football. And he can't have one of the two. So what's he going to do? He's going to blow the game. He's probably going to retire after this game. He's a phony. He's going to keep jumping on the podcast. He's going to be showing his face, acting like it's not his fault. Well, I'll tell you what. The Bears own you, Aaron. All right? I don't care what any stat has to say about it. And they're going to come into your house, and we're going to show you how you like it. It's going to be the Bears. Money line. Not even close. Wow. 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 <laughs> not changing my mind, though. I'll stick with All right. <laughs> All right. There you go. Yeah, I got into it. All right, let's talk about the Monday night doubleheader. The first one of two is the Titans at the Bills. Josh Allen at home. Yeah. It's, you can use Derrick Henry all you want. Josh Allen's not losing at home in the first game in Buffalo this season on Monday night football. Extra rest after We got two Monday night Thursday. football games. Yeah, after playing extra rest after playing Thursday night football a couple weeks ago. Give me Josh Allen. Give me Josh Allen. Not even close. Bills. Hammer the Bills in this game. Derrick Henry can't be taking 21 attempts and doing borderline nothing. Um, that's ridiculous. Um, I don't think Ryan Tannehill's a great quarterback. A lot of people do. Uh, I don't think he's there. Hey, they don't have A.J. Brown. Um, they lost to the Giants. Um, this is not a bounce-back team that we've been talking about. It's like our common theme for Week 2. 
the Bills are Super Bowl champs, probably. Um, it, it's going to be the Bills. Um, the spread is nine and a half. I, I think the spread should be 20. I think that's disrespectful to the Bills. The Bills, it's not even close. Yeah. I don't know what the Bills, I think the Bills should, they should win by more. I'd like to bet against the Giant or the Titans even scoring. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a, together a little three-team parlay for you better you bet later. And I think the Bills are going to be part of it. Oh, the Bills better be or you're losing money. All right, uh, mm-hmm. last game of the week. We get two Monday Night Football games. That's awesome. And this last game is going to be great. It's going to be so good. Vikings, so good. Eagles, Captain Kirk, and Justin Jefferson travel to Philly to take on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. And the Eagles are favored. The Eagles are favored in this game. At home, Brad. They're favored. You had, you had me switch last week, and I'm riding the train this week. All aboard... The Captain Kirk hype train. Captain I'm Kirk, taking Kirk. the Vikings. To you win. like that? And I know Kirk's. Well, wait, hold on. Now I'm thinking about it. Kirk's not really good in prime time. I don't He's care though. Good in prime time. I don't care though. He's terrible in prime time. I don't time. care though. Give me the Vikings. Give me Captain Kirk to win in Philly. Justin Jefferson's gonna wipe his ass in the middle of the field, and Philly fans aren't going to like it. They're going to start trying out again like it's invincible. Like oh they're Mark gosh. Wahlberg trying out for the team again. That's how pissed off they're going to be about this. Oh they're going to be yelling, fire hurts, fire everybody. Miles Sanders is overrated. It, it's going to be the Vikings. I cannot believe the Eagles are favored. These are the games you salvate at the mouth for. Your heart beats. Your knees tremble. Your 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 feet get sweaty. This is This is something that you just bet on because you can... Um, just like Vikings plus 100 against the shitty Packers. You take the Vikings again with the Eagles minus two. Take Vikings money line. It's going to hit. Absolutely. And that is the Sunday forecast here at the 700-mile seven view as we head into You Better, You Bet. And before you Br- better, you better, you bet. And before Brad gives you his picks, because he's got some good bets for you, I'm going to jump into mine. I am going to take the, a three-team parlay this week. That's it. Only three teams. These are the three teams I love. Give me the Bills money line. Give me the Vikings money line. And give me the Jacksonville Jaguars money line. Those are the three teams that I'm going to hammer this week. Note it. Note it. Notarize it. Um, I am actually stoked that Nick had the hospitality to let me into his home. Um, because FanDuel is legal in Virginia. I don't have to deal with that DCBS. FanDuel is legal in Virginia. Now, what am I going to do with that? I'm going to put a five-teamer parlay. And I wrote down at the beginning of the week that whoever wins the coin toss between my coin toss game is going to be added in just to add some flavor to it. Just a little more seasoning to that pasta, maybe a little parsley, basil, oregano, whatever you want to call it. All right? So it's going to be bucks, spread. It's going to be rams, money line, because just 10 is weird. I don't like 10. It's going to be broncos. Money line, 10 is weird. I hate 10. Um, It's going to be Bills. Eh, spread. No, money line, just to make sure it hits. We're going to take the coin toss for Giants. That's going to be the spread at minus one and a half. And then Vikings money line to top it off as a five-legger parlay. Now, I don't just do parlays because they don't usually hit. They didn't hit last week. Um, So we're going to take Bears money line because they're going to win that. That's going to be our safety pick. Um... Our sleeper is going to be the money line for the Seahawks. I think they can do it against the Niners. I don't think Trey Lance has it in him. Um, 
Jimmy G is the better quarterback on that team. And until they realize it, I'm going to take the Seahawks. And um, my safe bet of the week, which I already said was the Bears, but that might have been a little biased. My safe, actual safe bet of the week is going to be the Commander's money line because the Lions are favored. Um, that's a great dollar valuation for you right there. And that is You Better You Bet with the 700-mile view. You better, you better, you bet. A shorter episode for us this week, but we got a lot in. Um, and it's going to be a great week of football. Can't watch, wait to watch. Me and Brad will be watching. I'm not sleeping. Sunday. I'm not sleeping. I'm, I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a quick snooze, and then we're going to put this out. I can't believe I, I, I'm in Virginia now. I, I get FanDuel. I got it in Illinois. I'm living in D.C. right now. D.C. sucks. I hate D.C. I love D.C. for the working aspect of it. D.C. You sucks. heard that, Commanders. Yeah. He doesn't like you. I'm still betting he picks on you, you. And he bets you. I'm still betting on you. So it's justified. It's fine. I live there, so I know that it sucks. So I, I'm one of you. I'm one of you guys. And that is the 700-mile view episode two. Somehow we are still on the air. Brad. Are you shocked by that? Yeah, I mean, again, we're two episodes in and we're recording over a barrel in the middle of the night, but that's what that's that's that grit that we need. That's the grit that it takes to make a podcast. Again, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, anyone who wants to sponsor us, please reach out. We are all on board. And if you're interested in working for us, please let us know. We don't have any money. We can't pay you, but we are willing to give you the opportunity to help us with graphic design and to help edit these wonderful podcast and get them out to the world we are on spotify thank you all for listening so much i'm nick holler for brad wilson this is the 700 mile view enjoy your week two of the nfl see you